This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast. This podcast is creating a behind-the-scenes look with athletic coaches, mental coaches, and life coaches as we try to give you new ways, thoughts, and ideas to better your life. My goal is for you to discover what's possible in your own life. Whether you wish to create an amazing career or you're looking to solve specific issues within your life, these episodes will give you the tools you need to take your life to the next level. Now allow yourself a break from everyday chaos and let us step into your world and help you become a better version of yourself each day. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Hey, this is Chad and you're listening to Never in my wildest dreams podcast. Looking forward to today's show. We're going to talk about one word and this is a word that has not been used a lot, but it's something that I definitely want everybody to take from this episode and start applying it to their life. The word is anti-fragility. And I know that's a word you probably have never heard of. And until this year, it's a term that I had never heard of. And it's something that I really am looking forward to explaining. It's the opposite of fragile. It's anti-fragile. And when I first heard this concept, I was really excited about it. I mean, I felt like somebody was finally talking my language. I love, love, love this concept. So much that I really wanted to have one episode just to explain it to you. Now, there are a whole bunch of books written on it, and I'm sure you can go on Amazon and download them or buy them and have them mailed to your house. And they kind of go down rabbit holes that I'm choosing not to go down. But the concept of it is really what I want to talk about today because I think it's extremely useful. In earlier podcasts, I have talked about, you know, overcoming different things that have happened in our lives. And this concept has hit such a chord with many of the other topics that I bring up. So I thought, why not let's mentally construct a principle that we can start to utilize within our lives? A lot of people I work with, students, are inadvertently and sometimes I think mistakenly refer to themselves as highly sensitive, as fragile, or as tender. And I think there's a way to do that with yourself, but you also become very compassionate and especially when you've recently gone through something that creates a whole lot of vulnerability in your life, both physically and in your mind. I think treating yourself that way can be useful in a short amount of time. But when you start to label yourself in a way that makes you overly sensitive, overly offended, overly hurt by everything or anything that happens in this world, I think it creates a real unhealthy way of being in the world where we're consistently afraid and not willing to take any risks. I want to introduce you to a concept that's almost complete opposite of that. And it's this idea of being anti-fragile. So let me break it down for you. This is defined as a system that increases the capability to thrive as a result of stressors, shocks, mistakes, faults, attacks, and failures. And it increases in capability the more it fails, the more mistakes it makes, the more faults, attacks, or failures that it has. And this concept brings us right back to an example that I like to think of a lot of times, which is learning to walk, learning to ride a bike. The more you fail at it, the better you get at it. The more you fall down, the stronger you get. The more times you try, the better you finally get at walking. I mean, for us parents out there, when our children were starting to walk, we were anti-fragile. We're not like, oh no, don't fall. You have to fall in order to learn how to walk. It's how we learn how to walk, by falling, by trying, and falling, and trying again. Same with riding a bike, right? The more you fall off, the more comfortable you get to finally balancing the tires so that you continue to ride. 
And I was recently reading something that I thought about that totally fascinated me. We were talking about teaching others how to walk. It made me think a lot about the students that I teach on a regular basis and how they come at me and want to know how to start a business. How do I make $100,000 a year? How do I become natural at something like coaching or teaching? They want a prescription. They always want someone to tell them how to do something. It's not the step-by-steps that get you there. Yes, the step-by-steps eventually will get you there, but it's the step-by-steps, the failing, the going backwards, the starting again, the picking yourself up off the ground, the walking that allows you to become successful. Like imagine that someone's asking you, how do I walk? I want to know how to walk. And then explain literally step-by-step with them how you walk. You lift up your foot. You put your foot down, you pick your other foot up, you put it back down. I know that sounds very convoluted and complicated to explain, but to quote unquote walk is something that we've really learned how to do without thinking about it. By falling down and getting stronger, we became anti-fragile as youth learning how to make those steps. So as I've dug into this a little bit, there's kind of three ways to look at this. There's the fragile, there's robust, and there's anti-fragile. If you're fragile, you avoid any risks at all. Don't want to make any mistakes. Don't want to fall down because you're afraid that you're never going to get back up. When you're robust, it means that you can stand up to challenges that happen and mistakes that happen and failures that happen. You can kind of go head-to-head with it a little bit. But anti-fragile means that you get stronger from those things. Not only do you stand up or withstand them, but they actually make you stronger and force you to step forward. A great example of this is when you're working out in the gym. Your muscles are anti-fragile, which means the more stress you put on them, the more you break them down, the stronger you get. You know the muscles are going to hurt. You know that it's going to suck to get up in the morning and go for a two-mile jog, if that's what you're into, or go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning because you're going to start your day the right way. You know that you're going to be sore. You know that you're going to be tired. You know that your body's going to be exhausted, but there's something in the back of your mind that says, I like to do this because it's forcing me to get through something, to complete the act, to accomplish something. And by doing that, we are feeling better about ourselves physically stronger. Maybe our physique looks a certain way when we look in the mirror and it drives us to want to do that even more because it excites us. Now I want you to think about your life and the challenges and mistakes and failures that you have had. I think so many of us are living our life as if we are fragile, that you can't take failure, can't take mistakes, can't take humiliation, attacks, stress, that you protect yourself from all of that, which makes you more fragile. And more fragile, the weaker you become because you're not going to put yourself through the stress of the muscles to make them stronger as the analogy we just used in the gym. You literally are atrophying. And I think a lot of you who are fragile are very well intended. I also think you're trying to be compassionate and love yourself and take care of yourself, but you're getting the opposite effect. What's happening is because you're not exposing yourself to the challenges that are available, when you go after something you really, really want, you're not becoming any stronger, you're not growing, you're going in the opposite direction. And I think some of you have stopped at robust. You've stopped at, hey, I can stand up to this, I can withstand it, 
but you're not utilizing the way to actually make you stronger. When I talked about growth and the concepts that I introduced to a lot of people of standing through those growth or traumas that maybe you've gone through and you will become stronger and actually be better on the other side of it, not in spite of it, but because of it, because of the growth that was required to get over or through things and handle them and withstand them, they now have grown into a stronger version of you by having to go through all that nonsense. And I have a lot of students who will talk about this and talk about the challenges in their life and how that has really made them who they are today, what they've had to grow through in those challenges. But I want you to try on this idea, kind of considering adding this to your collection of characteristics that you are anti-fragile, that you can utilize challenges and failures and mistakes and stressors to make yourself stronger. You will use those things in your life that challenge you as free weights. And this is how I want you to start approaching your life. Bring it on. Bring over the exercises. Bring over the weights. Bring over the curriculum in my life that I can utilize it to make myself stronger. I talk to a lot and they talk about how life is 50-50. 50% positive, 50% negative. And honestly, that's really how the world is. It's the nature of it. And one of the points I believe is that we need to fortify ourselves, to grow ourselves, to evolve ourselves beyond what we're actually capable of doing if we didn't have those challenges. If our life was easy and we didn't have to go through any obstacles in order to create what we wanted, there'd be none of us to actually get stronger. No reason for us to get to grow, to get stronger. No point in us actually evolving because we're already there. We've already arrived. We don't have anything truly to overcome. So if I think about being fragile as being easily broken or damaged, I want you to consider if that has been you. If that is how you have been identifying yourself as someone who is fragile or has been identified that way, maybe by other people. Now, as a former coach, we will talk about people being soft and that player is just soft. But I want you to be careful and notice if you're doing that with yourself or just pretending like you're that way around others, because you might actually be the one that's mentally being soft. But being anti-fragile is stepping back and recognizing this is the way that you are and fixing it. The other thing I want you to note here is that when you're anti-fragile, it means that your challenges make you stronger. And I think a lot of times people mistaken strength with being powerful and getting strong and having no compassion with no connection, no love, no sensitivity. And that's definitely not what I'm trying to talk about here. What I'm talking about is the opposite of that because you are utilizing your challenges to get stronger. What I mean by that is emotional strength of developing the ability to have feelings that include compassion, love, self-care, empathy. It means that you're becoming vulnerable and opening up to those things. In my opinion, strength and courage are required in order to live the full spectrum of emotion. Getting stronger doesn't mean you don't care It doesn't mean that you're putting your head down and you're not paying attention to the world. It means that you are open and exposed on purpose because you can handle it because you're strong enough to handle it. So let's contemplate what it would mean if we were anti-fragile. If we knew that all challenges in our lives were free weights, 
that would make us stronger? How would we approach our lives different? When we come back right after this, let's talk about that. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream Podcast. Let's talk about how we're going to approach this in a different way. First off, would we embrace the uncertainty? We would embrace change and randomness, the chaos, which by the way we live or get noticed as part of the world. Are we going to accept that in our lives? It's interesting to me how often we accept things to stay the same. We expect there to be certainty. We expect to know what's going to happen when there's literally so much evidence to the contrary. Just when we think things are going well, something unexpected, and we have no control over what happens in so many of our lives and so consistently. And so when we recognize that those are part of the experience of being human, and it's part of the deal that we've signed up for by being a human being, not only do we not have to run from it, we don't have to hide from it, which is what we do if we're fragile and we don't have to stand up to it, which is what we would do if we were robust, but we actually embrace it, utilize it, dive into it and explore all the corners of it because then we're utilizing the contrast in the world to become the ultimate version of ourselves, the most powerful version of you. If you really want to take a step back and look at it, the most extreme version of ourselves requires and includes challenges, obstacles, and going through with them. We cannot become our ultimate potential if we're not willing to overcome obstacles. This is how we gain our potential, by being challenged. When we do this on purpose, when we approach our lives as if being anti-fragile, we are very good and very skilled at overcoming obstacles and problem-solving and strengthening ourselves. If we get our power from the challenge and we're always seeking the challenge, it becomes a circle. And in a way, we regenerate our own energy. Challenge, utilize, get stronger. As we get stronger, we get better at utilizing problems. We get better at challenges. The more we seek out the bigger goals, the bigger challenges, the stronger we get. Once that circle of momentum gets going, we lose our fear of, the fear of because we understand that the things that we are naturally afraid of are the challenges that we ultimately need to make us stronger. Let's look at this from an example perspective. Let's say you would love to have the ability to go up on stage with no stage fright, but you really don't like being on stage. But you understand that if you face the challenge, and if you face the fear of being out on that stage, that you can become stronger because of it. This is how you are anti-fragile. Let's say your first attempt, you go up on stage in front of maybe 25 people and you freeze. You can't speak, you sweat, and then you just leave. That's as good as you do. You get up on stage, you sweat, freeze, and leave. Now, if you are fragile in that moment, you will go and you will crawl into a very dark space and you'll cuddle into the fetal position and probably never come out again and certainly never attempt to speak in public again. If you're robust, you will suck it up and say that you handled it and just move on with your life. Maybe you'll try it again. Maybe you won't. But if you're anti-fragile, you will use this as an opportunity to learn how to feel. You will use this opportunity to 
process and digest the shame, humiliation, and struggle that you had to experience. This is when the opportunity has not tired you out, but it actually has made you stronger to get back up onto that stage and start speaking again. Honestly, the most powerful people in the world are the ones who are not afraid of their emotions. And the only way to learn that, to be afraid of nothing, is to have an awful experience of emotions and survive it, to process through them and then thrive again because of it. For me, my willingness and my ability to feel humiliation is one of my superpowers. I have to put myself in situations where I've exposed myself to the opportunity of being humiliated and experienced it and felt it and thrive from it. The more I do it, the less afraid I am. So the experience of stepping on stage and sweating and not being able to speak is the thing that makes you stronger to do it the next time. And the more times you do it, the more times you feel at it, the stronger you become. Now, some might say, How you get good at public speaking is by succeeding at it. But here's what I want to tell you. If every time you go on stage, you do well and you get standing ovations, you have not overcome the fear of not doing well. You're always going to have in the back of your mind, but I have to keep doing well at this. But if you stood up on that stage and you faced the worst thing that could possibly happen, but you have the confidence to keep going back, this is the ultimate power. I'm good at this. Think about it this way. You can get up on stage and fail terribly and then go back, learn from it, and go stand up on stage again to be even better. That kind of confidence is untouchable. It's unshakable. This is where you see extremely powerful people be able to handle it because they can digest the good and the bad at the same time and learn from it. Now, for me, failing has made me stronger. It has forced me to look at things a lot differently than what I have if I did not challenge myself. Because remember, we're human. We always want people to think positively of us because we always want to feel good. But if we're willing to feel the bad, if we're willing to have people think negatively of us, we're going to be willing to do anything. We're going to be willing to show up and show out and never let our failures hurt us, but really strengthen us. Now, the other side of this, the other layer of this is not the part where we choose to take the risk and fail, but the things that happen to us that we have no control over, the circumstances, the world's happening. So situations where people behave in a way that we don't want them to behave or circumstances is completely out of our control. This is the other piece of anti-fragility that I think is a superpower, because if we can see each of those things that happen in the world and we don't have control over them as opportunities to strengthen ourselves as humans, our whole perspective on the world's changes are going to affect us and make us look at things a lot differently. Because trying to fix bad things as soon as we can is a way that we have to look at things to grow. And we always look at bad things in the world and talk about them in a negative light, but we never really talk about them as how we can learn to grow from them. I mean, what if we approach the world's understanding that half of it is pretty negative? It looks like by design, maybe there's a reason for all that, and maybe we can utilize that to step into our full potential, our full sense of who we are supposed to be. 
Maybe when that terrible things happen, we start utilizing this. And I'll be honest with you, I've done this in my own life. I've done this with my struggles. And there are a lot of struggles that I have faced one-on-one. Now I have a support system. Now I have somebody that I can truly lean on to fight through losing a job, going through divorce, not seeing your kids enough, starting to see your kids more, possibly having more of that struggle and trauma and fear of in my life. But I have now chosen to decide with a partner by my side that I'm going to utilize the struggle to make myself better and make myself stronger. And here's the thing. When you do this in your life for yourself and you open yourself up, you expose yourself, you become vulnerable to all the things in life that is tough, you become the best version of you and you will start living your very best life because you really don't give a shit about anything other than becoming stronger. Now, if you start winning at everything, I suggest you be joyous and and thankful and happy and enjoy those successes. But if you don't win, that's cool. It happens. It's not a loss. It's a lesson. Use that fuel to make yourself stronger. Remember, it's the free weight that you're going to pick up in the gym and start pushing a little bit so that your muscles and your joints get stronger and you start building that muscle. Get stronger to be healthy. And to have a positive outlook, not in spite of what you're going through. When I look at really successful people, I truly try to understand what has made them be successful to stand at the top of the pile of their failures. Those failures are what has created their success. When I look at a toddler who's walking around like a boss, I know that that toddler earned the ability to walk by falling multiple, multiple times. But now they have that swagger and that confidence when they come running around the corner to surprise you. Because remember, that walk didn't come from watching a YouTube video or understanding how to take a step and the process of learning how to place one foot in front of the other. The only way that toddler learned how to walk was by trying to walk and failing never getting up until they got both feet up and they were able to walk across the living room to whoever's open arms were begging them to come to say, you took your first steps at mom, dad, grandma, whoever, but there's an excitement behind that. They utilize all their failures to make them stronger. Remember that little toddler, the first time he tried to walk, didn't have enough muscle in his legs to hold himself up. But after he fell down and pushed himself up again and fell back down and pushed himself up again, he built enough muscle to carry his entire body multiple steps into those loving arms. He could not have learned how to walk without failures, without challenges, without those things being bumped into along the way. So let me ask you a question. Is this you in your life? Are you acting fragile in your life? Now listen, if you are, If you are letting the challenges in your life break you, I just want you to ask yourself why. If you're telling yourself, I'm just too hurt, too exhausted, can't handle it, just notice that that in itself is a pattern. Do you want those challenges as a reason to sit down and not continue? 
maybe some sort of avoidance, or are you willing to utilize those challenges in your life to make yourself stronger? Every problem is an opportunity to get stronger when you're anti-fragile. And I love, love, love this concept. When we use it along with maybe some mental and physical growth, I feel that we've spun the paradigm enough to be able to understand the world in a way that opens us up to instead of closing us down. And what we need in this world is more people that are opening up, more people exposing themselves to their full capacity so that we can offer that to the world, not so much negativity. So I'm inviting you to become anti-fragile. I'm inviting you to utilize challenges in your life to make you stronger. Set the biggest possible goal that you can. And at first sign of trouble, do not give up. Don't beat yourself up. Don't say you tried and walked away. I failed and walked away. I want you to get up and try to walk again. And keep trying until one day you look down and you're like, I'm walking. I can't remember how I got to this point, but I am walking. And I keep using walking as that analogy because you will have achieved your goal if you just continue to walk. And when someone asks you how to walk, you won't be able to explain it to them. How did you learn how to walk? How did you get to know how to walk so fast? Just practice, just trying, just failing a lot, and that's how we get there. That's how anti-fragility gets us to be even faster. I want you to become the strongest version of you. I want you to face all of your challenges and not get defeated by them. I want you to walk to your goal. Frankly, I want you to run to your goal, which means you get to build up the muscle even more. Become the best version of you. And I hope everybody has a great weekend. A lot of hoops on TV this weekend. Looking forward to it. The final four is about to be set. But remember, be anti-fragile. Do not let this world that we live in bring you down. Let's burst through the doors and let's start making the world a better place. I hope everybody has a great weekend and I'll be looking forward to talking to you next week.